hearing this sound. Don't you? Because we will fucking kill you. Nope, we really won't. Alrighty. Welcome to another episode of Nerds of Unusual Origin. I am your host, Frank. I am Steve. We yes. Back again. We're back again. Uh everything kind of just sucked last week. <laughs> we, we we had a lot of lot 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 of recovering to do last week, so we just yes. decided to wait another week. Yep. That's true. So anyway, Nerds of Unusual Origin is a weekly podcast, sort of. <laughs> where we take a deep dive into the culture that is nerd. We will discuss movies and more as well as some other stuff we obsess over. Yes. So I almost forgot the script. Yeah. Well, before we kick off, we always do the same thing. Uh, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, I figured we'd uh, change it up and drink some uh, Jameson <laughs> on the rocks. You mean we're not going to drink hard seltzer? Oh, we are later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, hang on a second. Hang on. Whoa. Ready? Ready? Go ahead. Had to get the audio. Get some yep. Foley in on that. Oh, hold on. Get your foot off my phone. Oh, that's your phone. That's my phone. Whoops. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. So. Ding. All right. Let me, let me go. I love the smell of Jameson. Yep. I'm ready to record. Yeah. Okay. We can do that. Yes, sir. So, uh, before we do anything, yeah, we're on episode 40. Oh, is this really? It's outlived all of us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. If episodes were years, it's, uh, it's about to have us. a midlife crisis. Yeah, it might buy a Tesla. <laughs> Dude, there's an awesome Wolfpack song called uh, Your Daddy Bought a Tesla. It's... It's pretty good. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or your daddy drives a Tesla. That's what it is. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, you know, I realized we did started doing this at the end of every episode, but I think we're gonna. I want to bring it back to the to the beginning. Okay. Um, while you're out there listening, you know, go check us out on Facebook, yes. Instagram at Nerds of Unusual Origin. Interact with us. You know, leave us a five star review or whatever star review you want. You want to leave us. Yeah, it really helps get the reach out there. Yep, like and subscribe, all that type of uh, influencer exactly. speak. It's pretty sweet. Yes. Um, that being said, let's just jump right in. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this is our first podcast uh, post New York City slash Hamilton excursion. It sure is. Yeah. Uh, it was a wild ride. It, there was a lot of crap that went down a lot of ups and downs immediately before we had to leave to go to new york yeah <laughs> so do you want should i you can go into yeah give them give them the 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 cliff's notes so uh a couple of days before my mom uh was showing signs of a medical issue that she had before but it had turned out that the medical issue was a result of covid yeah and it just so happened that she was with us a couple of days prior, but we all tested negative. The stuff that happened, though, was because of that, uh, when we were going to New York, we had babysitters lined up for the weekend, this, that, and the other thing, and everything just kind of fell apart. For you guys. For us. Yeah. Plus needing to go and get you know COVID tests and... I was out of work. One of my kids had a fever for two days. Another kid had a fever another day. Yeah. It was just a, a, a compilation of bullshit. Yeah. 
but everything worked out in the end and my brother jumped in at the last second so my wife could end up going to see the play yeah so like you know we we had a two-night trip planned because driving down to new york for one night was kind of ridiculous so we made a weekend of it and uh we got down there. So basically what ended up having to happen was is uh, me and Steve and uh, my wife drove down to New York together Friday night while uh, Steve's wife stayed home with the kids until his br- and And the whole time, like we weren't like basically we were pretty sure that she wasn't going to be able to go. Yeah, we were going to try and sell the ticket. Yeah. Uh, before, you know, anything, I will say that I detested many times to going her, her going instead of me detested I'm, i detested that i that's not the right word what the fuck bird you 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 tried to you protested yes sorry yes. detest is like when you really just don't like something yep yep sorry. <laughs> okay so I, I, words is hard words is hard <laughs> uh, I, I protested that i didn't want i wasn't either gonna go without her or yeah she was going to be the one to go. Right. And she just she straight up was like, don't fucking fight with me. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Yeah. I'm not going to. Okay. So yeah, we did, we went down there and we didn't know until God midway through Saturday, mm-hmm. basically that if she was going to be able to make it. And luckily your brother jumped in. Thanks Tim. So that Thank way, you, Tim. so she hauled ass down to New York and got there like literally two hours before. Yeah. Yeah. With just enough time to kind of, get our shit together and look around the city for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Basically get, uh, get back to the hotel, go down to times square for a little bit and then like go to the theater. So, and the theater was cool. I really like how the theater looked. Well, yeah, it's an old theater, uh, Yeah, but, but I, that comes I, with drawbacks. I never want to go there again. That being said, <laughs> yeah. With all due respect to the Richard Rogers theater, if you're, like us, you know, average folk who can only afford average folk seats. I'm a big guy. Um, it was like sitting in Fenway without the leg room that you get at Fenway. Yep. <laughs> like basically because we, we were up in the mezzanine balcony area and it's, um, you know, the seats are sit at an incline, you know, like going down to the stage as most do in a balcony. And because of that, your foot room, your leg room is gone. Like I'm, I'm assuming if you were down on the floor, you probably had some space underneath the seat in front of you to kind of put feet under there. I never thought of it like that, but probably. Yeah, because like our feet were right up against the upper back of the seat in front of us. Um, we all were cramping up, and like you literally couldn't even turn your feet side to side. No, I. In fact, I'm dealing with like some some foot fuckery yeah this past week like i've barely been able to walk i've been limping all week right so that you know it's trying to put that aside while you're you know um watching the the thing that and so like we tried to be extra careful and you know you have to wear in new york you have to wear masks inside no matter what which is totally cool with us um but we brought you know i usually don't wear the n95 style i wear one of the disposable surgical style masks yeah and the mask that I had, I, I don't know, like we, we got these N95 ones and the fabric that the ear loop was made out of was cutting into my ear and like it rubbed it raw. So probably a half hour into the performance, I was just kind of sitting there like try. I kept playing with my ear like and, and like the strap, try to get it to sit in a way. I was like wrapping the strap around my glasses to like whatever it took to try to get that thing off my ear. So 
Unfortunately, there were some distractions <laughs> that we yeah, dealt with. I, I uh, <laughs> every five minutes, I'm like pulling it away so I can breathe. Yeah. By the way, Kansas City just won. Oh really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we were we're trying to like pay Watch attention to, in this. to playoff football. Okay. Uh, yeah, Kansas City's going to the uh, divisional championship. Yep. There it is, two feet down. Okay. Yeah, Travis Kelsey. Hell yeah. Nice. Well. I, uh, yeah. So, but okay, so so those like you know, and that that's you know, those are our inconveniences that we had to deal with. But that aside, it was great. It was great to actually go see a show on Broadway. I was Especially pretty one that we've been so obsessed with for yeah, at least the last two years. Right. Yeah. Like my my two year old, my th- four four year old, I almost said three. Um, they they both love it. They know the words to every song. They yeah, it's it's great. Like, and it's cool because it's. It's kind of, I wouldn't necessarily say a bucket list thing, but it became one. As Dude, it's one of those like tiles that you get in the game of life. Yeah. See a show on Broadway. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, it's a big deal. You yeah. know, not everybody gets to do that. So that's true. Yeah. I, it, but it, it was an experience that I, I'll never forget. Right. Spe- yeah. I, I usually don't get into musicals like that. Right. And I did. And it, it just be was amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. It was it was pretty cool. I mean, I I thought the performers were pretty good. It's it's one of those things, you know. You go because it was released as you know a, a, a movie you could watch at home with a certain cast. You become attached to that performance mm-hmm. and you identify with it. So it's it's it takes a little bit to kind of like get that out of your head that you pick it apart are, a little bit. You 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 nitpick. But you kind of have to put that aside and just go, no, this is just, it's different people doing their interpretation of a musical, you know? So yeah. it, it's, you know, it, but, you know, I, in, in school, I was in musicals. I did a lot. I was very active in like the, the arts and theater scene in my school. I. So it was easy for me to just put that aside and just go, okay, that's just how this person's doing it. You know, so I get it. For me, though, it's I don't. It, there were little parts like the, uh, not to be nitpicky, but like the the melisma. That the, the what melisma? Is that a word? It is a word. It's the way in which it's said. Okay. The, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm dead serious. <laughs> okay. Uh, go I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna look it up. No, go ahead. Uh, Continue. The melisma in which Aaron Burr was speaking in or singing in. It threw me off just because it, it was more talk singy than it is singy singy. Like like obviously watching uh, Leslie Odom Jr. It is word, yeah, yeah. And I used it correctly. <laughs> yeah, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, listening to Leslie Odom Jr. do it, he he sings it like it's coming from like him. Like yeah, it's very impactful. Yeah. And this, it just wasn't impacting me the, the same way. Yeah, it, it's it was just different, you know. Yeah, I, and it took me a long time to get away from it. Yeah. And when I actually heard him sing, sing, I, uh, everything went away. Yeah, right. So yeah. I mean, I, I'm not really nitpicking. I love the performance. Right, but it was good. And but got, you're a nitpicker, you know. You I, go oh, in things. Obviously, you you go into pretty much everything looking to pick it apart. You know, it's so just my forte. Yeah, so it's you know. That's just, yeah, that's just part of who you are. But, um, but no, it was, it was, it was great. It was, I liked seeing one thing that me and my wife talked about 
and I think we talked about it with you too, is it was really neat seeing all the background performers. Yes, you don't that, notice it in the, the, yeah, the show. It on, totally on Disney Plus. It adds a hell of a lot more depth to like what's actually happening on stage when you actually see all of the you know, the chorus like acting out their parts in addition to the main performers. Oh, yeah. You know, because you know, obviously with a televised performance, somebody is, you know, directing that and and art directing it and or and filming it in a certain way that it draws your attention to certain things. You yeah, know? Absolutely. I, um, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So that was pretty awesome. I yeah. The the cool part about where we were sitting was that um you could see kind of directly down toward the um Oh, the pit? Yeah. But obviously the orchestra was underneath the stage. Right. But like you could see the conductor moving. Yeah. It was it, it was cool. And for like up until the end of the play, I didn't realize that it was a live orchestra. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, they're all down there. Well, if you if you look at the um if you look at the playbill, it has all the performers, like the instrumentation all broken down who does what and all that didn't stuff. Didn't look at the playbill. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, that was the first time I ever actually held like one of those iconic playbills. Playbills. I was yeah. like, I'm going to look at this thing while we're waiting. It's crazy because you know? it's something like <clears throat> it's something that hasn't changed in f- as long as I've been alive. Oh, yeah. The playbill that, looks exactly the same. That graphic design yeah. of the Broadway playbill, the yellow box with the black letters and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty um, neat. We, we, uh, we, we ended up getting some... Uh, New York pizza. We did. That was really good, but it was the worst experience I've ever had at a pizza place. (laughs) Yeah. With all due respect (laughs) to the people that owned it, weren't fluent in in English, so there was some miscommunication happening there. He ordered a margarita pizza, which is, you know, basil and mozzarella, like on a... On top of sauce. Yeah. It's not a... It's... But cheese on it too. The no, the, so traditional margarita that I've always known, crust sauce. So like it's predominantly a red pizza with fresh mozzarella dolloped. sliced or dolloped on top of it, you know, and then you get basil on top of that, and that's your margarita pizza. Okay. So I went and ordered a margarita pizza, and you could buy it by the slice or by the quote unquote pie. So I, I asked for a margarita pizza and the guy said slice and I said, no, full pie. I want a full, full pie. Oh, okay. And proceeded to make, I don't even know what it was. Started to make nothing. No, first he, he started to put together four slices of cheese pizza. Yeah. And then you were like, no, that's, that's, we, we didn't order a cheese. We ordered a margarita pizza. Yeah. And he go, you said full margarita pizza. And he's like, okay. And you see him type in the thing. It's like 23, 23. And then he puts times four. And it's like 126, yeah. 46. And he goes, you said four. And he goes, no. Oh, you're, you're like, no, I said. He, no, he went to go charge me for it. Yeah. Like, so with the other, we ordered two pizzas, which was like a barbecue chicken thing. More to come, more to come on that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the bill comes up. He's like, "Okay, one hundred fifty-six twenty-four," and I'm like, "What?" I said, "For two pizzas, you know." And he's like, "No, you order four margarita," and I'm like, "No, no, full a full pie, like a full whole pizza, one." Oh, okay, you know. And he had to tell the guys to stop making all the extra pizzas, and it's it was it was a clusterfuck. And, and, really and so was. it took longer. And then, okay, I'm sorry, but their idea of a barbecue chicken pizza, 
green peppers. I didn't hate it. Red onions. I didn't hate that either. Well, no, I, I've definitely had red onions on a barbecue. I've had red though. onions, but like green peppers. Hey, man. You got to warn are. someone, you know? Like, I know it was written down, but it was on some weird side menu. Yeah, I didn't even notice that until you pointed it out. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to say, like, I, I've never felt sketched out other than the other time I've been to New York City. Yeah. But, like, there were so many examples of me being like, I might die or get robbed. Oh, really? Like the the guy that was in the pizza place, he asked you for like either money or pizza. And oh, like, yeah. No. He wanted me to buy him pizza. Yeah. And then like literally the subway entrance outside of our hotel yeah. is the one where the lady got pushed onto the tracks. Yeah. Well, no, that was like a couple blocks away. No, it was right there. It was that one? It, it, oh, so okay. like if you leave where we were staying at the row right go across the street right yeah there, there was a the hotel right there and that was yeah. that, that was the platform oh okay yeah i i didn't realize that i was like fuck yeah i will say though so obviously there were a couple factors that um affected our stay there one was covid mm-hmm. so the city was as far as i'm concerned pretty dead yes there really wasn't a lot of people out and two um, the Saturday that we were there, it was effing cold. Yeah. You know, like it was in the teens. So, and when we are like low twenties, we did, we walked like 10 miles that entire day. Yeah. It was a, it was a big day. Yeah. We walked around, we said the hell with this. We're still going to go see yeah. shit. And we, we did four or five miles in central park. Yeah. Um, we went down to world trade center. Yep. Did that, which was very impactful. Yeah. The, I, I, you got a little more emotional than I did. Oh yeah, definitely. But like, it, it's definitely like a very somber feeling. Yeah, you go there and it's like it's quiet. You know, yeah. you hear that you hear the water running in the in the memorials. And you can't hear anything like but, that in New York City. That's it. You don't expect you know? that. Yeah. You know what so I mean? that, but it felt good to go to to go there. It was like cathartic. I have no connection to it. You know. Yeah. Um, other than oh, I know where I was, but um, yeah. So that was. That was pretty neat. That was neat to do. I will say um, Uber's the way to go. If you're in New York. Or the city electric bikes. <laughs> yeah, we want. We were thinking of doing the city electric too, bike. but too cold. It's too effing cold. Um, so, and, and uh, if you weren't wearing a mask, even outside, boy, did you stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. I, I noticed that. 98% of the people, even outside, even the were, homeless. were still wearing masks. Even homeless people. And homeless people in New York City, way more direct. There's no fucking around. They're just like... You we, money? Yeah, <laughs> literally. Like, So we had the one homeless guy in the pizza place just literally walk up to me and go, can you buy me pizza? Like, there was no... There's no beating around the bush or leading up to it or, or like sweet talk. And then um, another guy, as we were leaving our hotel to go back to the car to load up and leave, another guy just he saw me carrying our pizza boxes because we had leftovers we were going to bring home. <laughs> he just walked right up to me and said, hey, can you give me a slice of pizza? And I was, I looked at him like, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no. <laughs> but anyway, New York, You're it's cool. You're a tourist. Yeah, New York's pretty sweet. We we got a, a, a lot of um, burgers? Did we eat a lot of burgers there? No. We didn't have, we, we got Shake Shack. We got Shake, yeah, burger. Yeah. Then we got burgers on the way there. Oh yeah, pizza. we did go to burgers and uh, burger shakes and fries in Connecticut. Yep, 
on so the way we, down. We did mostly burgers, then pizza, then juniors. Yeah, yeah we, ate, we ate juniors for breakfast twice. So yeah, it was, it was that fucking good. It was good. It was um, very good. So anyway, yeah, overall, it was a good It was a good experience. It's probably going to be a yearly thing. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> maybe. Well, we're going to, I think we're going to try and do like a yearly trip without the kids somewhere. Yeah, that would be nice. It sure as fuck would. That would be nice. Um, we'll work on that. Now that we spend 20 minutes talking about our trip to New York. Yes. Um, have you seen the Moon Knight trailer? No. You haven't? No. Oh, my God. I don't even know what Moon Knight is. He's... He's basically Batman. It's another four, fourth tier Marvel. I don't even want to use the term superhero because nobody's ever fucking heard of it. No, I've, I've, <laughs> I've known who Moon Knight is for a I'm sure you have. But no, I have no idea what Moon Knight is. Yeah. All right, we're going to pause it so I can watch the, the, the thing. All right, we're back. Okay, so we just watched the Moon Knight trailer. <laughs> Shane Frank just shook his head in disgust. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Who he is. I don't know who he is. And that trailer didn't make me care about who the superhero is. But everything leading up to the last 10 seconds where you get the reveal of the of his superhero mm-hmm. or anti-hero character or whatever. He's a superhero. It made it. I was like, ooh, this is a really intriguing, interesting movie. And then it became a Marvel movie. And then I stopped. I just lost all interest after that. I'm 150% Marveled out. I'm not. I think this isn't a movie. This is a show. It's a show? Mm Mm-hmm. I have very mixed feelings about the fact that it's a show. Moon Knight's actually, he's not a huge um, character like everybody else. But he's definitely bigger than a lot of some of the people they've already established okay the people they've established were established because you know they the james gunn wanted to make you know guardians of the galaxy and nobody was really that big into yeah. it until afterwards now they're beloved like like i said before um the fuck's his name iron man he wasn't that big of a character until robert Downey jr played him right but um so Moon Knight, to anybody who doesn't know, is uh character's name is Mark Spector. He is a millionaire. Pretty much. He is ba- basically Marvel's Batman. Okay. But he has like multiple personality disorder. Um his uh where is it? I didn't get that in the trailer. I thought he was just an insomniac or something. Oh, the uh so Moon Knight's from New York. Yeah. Uh, and I know Oscar Isaac is actually British, right? But he's that's like one of his personalities. Uh, is his, one of his personalities is a British person? I don't. I assuming because it took place in England. They were in England. Yeah, but if you heard, they kept saying Stephen. His oh. name's not Stephen. His name's Mark. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the trailer danced around that completely uh, i didn't did it, get it didn't. any of it, that any the two times you saw his reflection yeah there were two other reflections yeah like, I, I, he walked away the two reflections kept looking at him as he was already walking yeah i don't know i guess okay so the trailer did not do a good job establishing the fact that he's got multiple personality disorder i think this one is um set more for people who know who he is i think so yeah uh i i don't know what they're going to do in terms of like 
setting yeah. setting the background. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's just it's it's just getting really hard. You know, like the the, the they're, they're throwing a lot out there. Yeah, the MCU was twenty three movies to like tell a story. Mm-hmm. You know, and like that that's enough. Yes and no. What in reality it was eight movies to tell a story, but there were movies that set the characters in motion and this and that interspersed. It was a bunch of movies to justify a massive fight sequence at the end. Okay. So that way you wouldn't be going, who's that? Oh, wait, no, there's a whole movie telling who that person is. Uh, I'll agree with you there. You know, I like that's, that's kind of all it really was. It was just, it was all of that leading up to, you know, I don't know. It's 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 getting a bit out of control now. It really is. I think they're they're milking that Marvel cow for all it's worth, which is what Disney does. You know, like apparently that's what they do with that isn't when it isn't their own original content. You know, really, I I, I didn't know. Well, think about it. How many how many like actual Disney movie sequels are there? There's not a lot. Pixar, uh, there's quite a few, but there's Pixar, not a lot there's of quite a few, but there's there, not a lot of Disney. Like, there is actually, almost every movie has a sequel, but they're all direct to video. Yeah, right. I'm talking like big, major, massive budget motion picture releases. You know, th- uh, there's really not a hell of a lot. So, I, okay, I, so for something, I, I don't know. It, it seems like they're willing to take those risks with that with um, other IP. I mean, Marvel's you know? cash cow has been. They know that. Yeah, everything's established. I mean, there's a huge fan base. There's, there's, you know, there are people that are completely dedicated and obsessed with, you know, comic books and, and Marvel and all that type of stuff. So, like, they're they're going for it. The money's there. I can't really blame them. But man, as just a, a casual guy, I'm getting so burnt out. <laughs> I understand. On it, like, you know, it's not a. It's to me, it's not original storytelling anymore because every superhero story is essentially the same. Yeah, uh, average guy discovers that there's something unique and special about themselves. You know, overcomes some sort of adversity in their life to become a superhero. Then the sequel comes, and then they have this big downfall. You know, and and then if they get lucky enough to get picked up for a third movie, it's redemption, and then they retire. It seems to be the way that it just goes. I'm trying to think of who had a, a downfall redemption and everything. I, I know what you're saying. Like it, it's a trope, but yeah, I, I yeah, I, I'm I'm looking for more into how you said it than <laughs> what you meant. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I know. It's just, uh, um, I don't know. I'm excited. I mean, I, the costume looks cool. It, I do like the costume. Like, like I said, it looked like a really great story. It, it looked like a movie I would just go see, you know, right up until it became a superhero thing. And then I'm kind of like, uh, like just let him be a complicated character. Do you know what's crazy? You know, well, shit. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the, this costume in this is probably the most like, True to character costume, uh, out of all of them, he looks like if Spawn became an assassin or something. Oh yeah, that is very accurate. You're right. 
Yeah, that's a good. That's good. Other than that's a good, obviously. One. Well, Iron Captain Man was America. pretty good. Oh, that's well. I mean, other than like, yeah. Uh, I'm now I'm fucking fucking myself because almost everybody's costume <laughs> pretty accurate. <laughs> Damn it! All right, I take it back. But no, I I really I'm 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 cool about his costume. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um. That being said, I'm gonna watch it March 14th. I believe is when it comes out. Oh, okay. So we'll uh we'll update it if Frank watches it, which Neat. I don't know if you will. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Did you we'll watch see. Hawkeye yet? No. It's fun. I'm sure it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sure it is. Um, now, okay, I don't know what we had next on the docket, but if you go down on your uh, YouTube thing, this is, so Lego. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay, he's coming out with the Star Wars saga on Maybe? Xbox. Oh, okay. Game. So they're, like, all of the Star Wars movies and entities have existed in Lego form for a game, you know, for a while, but they completely redid it all. And it's not just a remake of the game. It's like a totally new version of it. And I love, I absolutely love Lego Star Wars for like Xbox 360 is one of my favorite games. So I'm kind of pumped. I, all right. I've tried a million times to play Lego games. Yeah. And I just can't get into it. I love it. They're oh. good. They're like puzzle solvers I know, I and platformer I, I, kind of I thing. I get it, but I, I I don't know, man. If like, you don't like a platforming game, yeah, you know, then it's kind of it's kind of tough. That being said, like, did you happen to see what I was playing two two nights ago on my Xbox? No, I spent three hours playing lawn mowing simulator. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So you're the guy. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, I, dude, I don't even know. <laughs> that was unexpected. <laughs> I, I uh, just saw it. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I want to see what this is all about." <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I, I got a, uh, a Facebook message from my friend Josh. He's, he's video of him zooming in on my gamer tag yeah which is tupac show parkour by the way if you want to play games with me uh and he's like look at this fucking nerd playing mowing simulator and I was like, fuck you it's fun <laughs> okay uh sweet it's part of uh the uh cloud gaming so you can play it on your phone oh okay yeah, i might end up doing that on monday yeah, I, don't, I, I, I don't need that <laughs> okay uh, but Lawn mower simulator. Lawn mowing sim- lawn mower simulator. Yes. Okay. Uh interesting. It it is. <laughs> I don't even know how that works. All right. So I'm trying to see. Ah, okay. Yes. Our next subject. Our next subject is yes. is take it away. Free rings. To rule them for off. the no <laughs> for the elven kings under the sky seven for the dwarf lords in their in their halls of stone nine for mortal men doomed to die one for the dark lord on his dark throne in the land of mordor where the shadows lie is that what he's saying right now that's what's on that trailer right there oh so i don't even need to watch it i'm yep. gonna watch it but uh, the trailer with a teaser and official series title for the uh, uh, Lord of the Rings show coming up on Amazon was released. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's going to be awesome. I already know the show is going to be great. Uh, I don't need any more convincing and I'm extremely pumped. I'm going to watch it. I just, I'm wondering like, is, is this established that everybody had a ring? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it based yep. on anything that's yep. already? It's, so it's the second age of middle earth. So the Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings saga take place uh, at the end of the third age of middle earth. The second age is basically where all the shit goes down that leads up to the Middle Earth that we have come to know. Okay. Uh, the so there's there's a lot that happens at the beginning of the second age. Arda, which is the planet Middle Earth, is on. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm you're gonna really see some nerd shit come out of me right now. Okay. So Arda, the planet that Middle Earth is on, is flat. Okay, it's a disc. So is it Earth. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And and so, like, that's that's weird. And, uh, you know, um, uh, there's in the first stage, there's a there's a big bad guy and his name is is Melkor changes his name to Morgoth. He was one of the original gods that created Middle Earth who turned bad. And uh, Sauron was his lieutenant. Okay. Essentially, his like number two in command. And uh, so, um, long story short, that's where the Silmarillion comes in. I was going to ask is it based off the Silmarillion? Yeah. yeah. So, Baron and Luthien have to go throw down uh, uh, Morgoth and steal a Silmaril out of his crown. And, or, and Baron does that in order to win the hand of Luthien. Luthien's an elf. Baron's a mortal man. Anyway, that has nothing to do really with what's about to happen. So, so Sauron um, takes over in the second age for uh, Morgoth, is overthrown once and captured and brought to the land of Numenor, which is where the uh, the met like this like ancient race of powerful men, and uh, he gets captured, kidnapped, brought over there convinces um, the Numenorians that, hey, it's okay, I'm all right, I'm good. Like, it's okay, it's cool. And like, corrupts them essentially. Gets set free and then creates, basically to win their favor, he creates the Rings of Power. So he forged the three rings which he gave to the elves, the um, seven rings which he gave to the dwarves, and the nine rings which he gave to the men. Those men became the ring wraith that we see in Lord of the Rings. Okay. So they got corrupted and they, they got, you know, the, uh, uh, they, they turned basically into nothingness and, and they, they exist as long as the one ring is in power. Now, secretly he forged the one ring behind all their backs to control everyone. But the, the elves were too pure and too powerful and they hid their rings. So he couldn't take over the elves, but he corrupted everybody else. Huh? So there's a lot of shit that goes on. Like, and then in, um, so he corrupts the Numenorians who decide to um, reject the, the, the ancient gods of, of Arda. Um, and in retaliation, those gods destroy the island of Numenor. And um, those men have to go and they reach, and the gods reshape the planet into a round sphere. And like that's Earth. where you get Middle Earth. I get it. That's where that comes from. So the Numenorians have to go into Middle Earth and they create the kingdoms of Garno- uh, Gondor and Arnor 
Arnor is up in the north where like the Shire is and stuff like that, and Gondor's down in the south where Mordor and all the other crap. But what anyway, you're saying is Mordor is Texas. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? All right. But but well, more like Florida because <laughs> it's in the southeast. Okay. But um. So anyway, <laughs> it, the, the most stuff happens in the second age. And and okay. the most dramatic stuff happens. Massive battles, you know, uh, civilizations are are you know rise up and are thrown down, and it's 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 a big deal. So it's it's going to be really really interesting, and and I'm I'm so pumped for it. I'm so pumped. I think it looks cool. I like I like the reveal. Yeah, it's really cool how they they did the the you know forging of the ring kind of, mm-hmm. and then just the the water washing over it. Yeah, kind of. Um, I, I used to, maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't. I used to think, excuse me, you know, movies were the best way to tell a story, but I, it, I think that used to be how it was, Mm -hmm. but I think TV's king now again. I think so. Especially streaming TV when you can pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah. Because if you get a, a TV show like Hawkeye, Hawkeye was eight episodes, maybe 10 episodes. Right. And it. You you got four hours if it was ten episodes to tell this entire story. Yeah, where they crammed a whole lot of narrative into two hours. Right, normally. Yeah, I think you know TV. The one thing that the movies had over TV for a long time was budget, because you had these massive studios that were able to like dump a ton of money into the movies. That's true. And now it's you neck know neck. it's neck and neck. So yeah, you know I think. Originally, you had things like miniseries. Remember, like back in the day yeah, when, like, like it. yeah, stuff. You know, it's okay. the The first half is on Sunday, and the second half's on Monday, or like the second mm-hmm. half's the following Sunday. You know, so like that was the first bit of it. I think HBO is what really turned the tide. If it wasn't for HBO at all, I don't think we would have TV the way we know it. You know, I get it. You look at the, you know, like The Sopranos, you know, stuff like that. That was that was huge you know where you can go through like multiple seasons to tell this like overarching story with a big budget yeah that's true you know entourage entourage yeah a lot of those types of shows you know and then of course game of thrones hey, you know i forgot about that one yeah you know the lord of the rings was good i mean obviously the probably the biggest like movie opera of all time would probably be star wars but you know where they took a, a long time to tell a story um, but after that, probably Lord of the Rings, I would say, was the other big, huge movie series that kind of made people take sci-fi and fantasy seriously, you know? Oh, definitely. And then Game of Thrones, you know? Yeah, it's funny. Like, I, for as bad of ga- as Game of Thrones ended, it was, you cannot deny the massive, you know, I- impact that yeah. it had on the world. Absolutely. So. I, I mean, <clears throat> it was... I haven't watched it, but I know plenty of people that were like, can't do anything Sunday. Game yeah. Thrones is on. That was us. Yep. That was totally us. We, 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 it was must see, can't miss TV. Yeah. I, hey, it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I, when does it come out? Do they ever say? Um, yeah, I think it's, uh, was it early next year? No, it's September, I think. Nice. September of this year. This, I, in all honesty, I think like this whole year is like packed with good shit. Yeah. Everything's coming out. Like, uh, I know you're marveled out, but like, yeah. Spider Man came out the end of last year. Right. Uh, Doctor Strange is coming out. 
uh, Thor Love and Thunder's coming out. I will see that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, 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 what's cool is like they, they went from being like mostly dramatic with a, a hint of funny in the first Thor. The second Thor was extremely dramatic. Oh, yeah. Less funny. Yeah. To just straight up comedy in the third one. Right. Because people kind of were like, uh, Chris Hemsworth is a really funny actor. But like they really just they were trying to play him straight, yeah. And then they were just like, "Oh, Thor's fucking hilarious, right?" So it, it's yeah. There's that. Um, there's more Star Wars stuff coming out. Didn't they just cancel one though? I know they canceled the uh, Rangers of the Republic, or um, oh, did they officially cancel that? Yeah, because of the whole Gina Carano thing. Yeah, well, it's and um, unfortunately, Squadrons got put on the back burner, which I'm really bummed out about that was going to be the patty jenkins directed you know um they just pulled a a marvel tv show too um for now anyways i think till next year but secret invasion is supposed to be next year Uh, it was supposed to be this year it's coming out next year yeah um yeah i don't know there is a lot of stuff coming out but i think so the book of boba fett is proving that it's very easy to have a misstep it's just I, as easy to have though? a misstep as it is to. I didn't know if you were going to talk success. about this. So I haven't seen episode four yet. It's. I've seen the first good. three, but. Is it all right? So do you do we want to spoil it, or do you want what episode four? No, the the show at, at, so far. We can. So, obviously, when it was announced, I thought it was going to be this like badassery thing. Yeah, and it's really turning around that. He uh he he's you know not a bad person right and it's weird because you you kind of want all this action and it's not there yeah but I still like it I'm a really big fan of this show I don't really think it's a misstep at all uh, man I am so bummed out by this show really yeah well and by that I mean I wish I hated it I wish I liked it obviously but I also wish I hated it. And what makes me feel the worst is the fact that I have no emotional reaction or connection to this show yet. I find that to be incredibly frustrating. You know, like I, or like at the end of every episode, I was like so far, or at least the first three I'm just like, okay, all right. I'll give you this much without talking about the episode. Yeah. This episode has more action than the other ones. Sure. Like, I'm looking for someone to care about. I think like I thought I, I thought I was gonna give a crap about Boba Fett, but I don't know if it's uh Tamora Morrison, the actor. I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's the writing. I don't know if it's the story. I think uh, it's I just I, I just I don't really care what's happening to him. Like nothing is really kind of like like, oh man, he's had it so hard. No, he's he, he's a bounty hunter. He's probably performed atrocities throughout his whole life and you're getting none of that i think he's trying to you know tatooine without having to be like you know uh, um what the fuck uh job of the hut and uh what the hell's his name starts with a b who took over after Jabba Bib the fortuna Bib fortuna he was a bumbling fool anyway. yeah yeah i i think he he's trying to rule his section yeah. On Tatooine without having to, you know, kill people. Like be a gangster. Yeah. 
I, I loved what he did with the uh, Rancor, like not the Rancor, the the absence of a Rancor trying to get the information. That was smart. That was a good trick to pull. I liked that too. Um, however, when the Rancor came into it, yeah, I was super bummed out. Um, I was like, what the hell is this guy? Do-? He's like petting him. Like, like there, it was like, to me, it, it, it was like when my daughter sees a puppy and she just immediately like, I want the puppy and like goes all gaga and like crazy over a puppy and like, what? Fucking Boba Fett. You're a bounty hunter. We watched you like slaughter people in the Mandalorian and like kick ass and you were this incredible fighter. You know, like I want more of that. I don't want you like pretending to be a Rancor's fucking mother. You know, like it. it I, I, <clears throat> that was so, so frustrating. I, I have a theory about that. Oh, by the way, we are drinking seltzers. This one is the uh, seltzer nod. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah, I think I've had this. I like it. I actually really like yeah, it. Yeah, I've had that. Um, I, I have a theory that I, I don't think Danny Trejo's like good. Trejo, sorry. That was another thing that pissed me off. Why? Was seeing Danny Trejo in Star Wars. <laughs> Why? Because Star Wars is not about getting people that are recognizable to play parts. I don't think they necessarily had him in there because he's recognizable. I think they had him in there because he he looks kind of like a deceptive person. Like he could be good, he could be bad. Yeah, I mean, yes, he has that look about him where, like, yeah, he could play a bad guy, he could play a good guy, and, and he, he's and got the and face be- of a rancor uh, yeah, wrangler. You'd believe him either way. However, it kind of goes completely against. Uh, yeah, but Ming Lin Na, she she's got a pretty big career. She's been in all these Japanese. Uh, Sorry, Chinese, uh, you know, action films. Ming Na Wen. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I got I got the name right. Just- <laughs> yeah, yeah, different order. Ming, Ming Na Wen. No, yeah, you're you're right about that, but um, a relative unknown though. Like as far as I like mean, American audience, not really. Anybody who was a fan of Marvel knew her as um, oh, fuck uh, the character in uh, Agents of Shield. Oh, I, it's, yeah, I never she, even saw that. Hot, hot off the trail of Agents yeah. of Shield. Yeah, I, so, I had no idea. But I don't know. It, it, to me, that was just. But you say that, but like they, they, they literally, the f- three sequels, I, literally star packed. Oscar Isaac, fucking, uh, what's her name? Played the commander. Um, oh, um, uh, Captain uh, Phasma. Gwen. Um, is it Gwen? Gwen- Gwendolyn Christie, I don't that's her so. name. Yeah, from uh, yeah from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It just it, I think it's because he's he he gets typecast as that character. You know, the is he good? Is he bad? We don't know. You know, or is he just playing a straight up like Mexican person? You know, like so like the, I don't know. It just his casting stuck out. And don't get me fucking started on the neon colored Vespas. And the very Everybody. bad green screen chase that wasn't even high speed. It was like watching a bunch <laughs> of <laughs> like <laughs> VW <Scooters>. golfs 
you know, get into like a, a mid-speed <laughs> car chase around a golf course. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that was a very boring action sequence. I, I thought you know? it was funny though. Like, and they're all sitting like bolt upright, like they're in like, you know, like they're driving around in like freaking little rascal scooters. Yeah, it just it, it wasn't. I good. mean, that being said, like, th- there are things that I think are in play here. Yeah, I like the Tuscan Raider thing. Yep. I, I, it was emotional. I thought it was really cool that, to, you know, to use it, it as just like a, a phrase, but it really humanized who they were. Yeah, and absolutely. They're not human, but I don't think they're human. Yeah. And they started, no, they're not. And they started getting into that a little bit with the Mandalorian because there was a couple scenes in the yeah. Mandalorian where he would talk to the Tuscans in their language and, you know, and so that was kind of interesting to make them more than just a bunch of like, you know, sa- sand killer, dune living yeah. killer people, you know, um, like primitives. So that was good. I that, thought that I, was really I cool. I thought that's what Tuscan Raiders were. Right. Yeah, everybody did. You so, know? And, and the fact that they took somebody in who wasn't a Tuscan right. and, you know, pretty much nursed him back to health instead of killing him, taught him their way. Yeah. And, you know, obviously they got killed because right i mean that definitely it that that is the only thing so far that gives any kind of emotional depth to the show okay yeah for me you know um i what i wish is that instead of flashbacks specifically to that because as far as like the timeline goes that's all very recent in boba fett's life you know we're only talking like the last year or two of his life is that yeah what i was hoping to get is more flashbacks to like what he did in his previous life as a bounty hunter, you know, that to me, like he must've had some, done some things that are traumatic, you know, yeah, you know, tearing kids away from their families or whatever, like, you know, that type of like, you know, heavy shit. And that would make me feel more for the character. It than still be there. You know, I mean, than what we're seeing, but so, I mean, season two could be completely different if they if it makes it to a season. I think two. it will. It uh, might. I think I I looked on Reddit and people are kind of like meh. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that are like, you know what? I really like the story. I like the storytelling. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I'm gonna give you just one word to describe episode four. Mm. Slave one. Okay, that's it. Okay, I could see that coming because of episode three when they had like flashbacks of like child Boba seeing slave one flying away. Yeah. Like I, I figured that would be coming into it at some point. Yeah. So that would be interesting. That's going to be good to see where that comes, you know, absolutely see where that, um, that goes. But yeah, I, uh, I think it, it's, I like it. <laughs> it's a solid meh. It's a solid meh um, for me. I got two more things written down here. Sure. Uh, Marvel acquired Activision? Question mark? Microsoft. That's what I <laughs> You had me so what? confused for a second. I'm like, <laughs> we were I'm like I don't think it was Disney. All right. No, no, no. <laughs> Microsoft acquired Activision. Right. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? What's your opinion? Smart move. It really is. Uh, <laughs> especially because they can stranglehold Call of Duty. I mean, shit, Call of Duty alone. You know, so now they're going to have two of the biggest shooting titles in the planet. You they know, they with Halo. potentially make exclusive. Yeah. 
with Halo and Call of Duty, you know, they could make it exclusive. They're not going to. No, no, no. <laughs> that would be a stupid move. That oh, would be a bad move. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. I don't know. Dude, the piece, like, now that everything is cross-platform, it wouldn't make any sense to completely eliminate what I think probably two-thirds of your base. You know? Yeah. What I think Microsoft is doing is uh, they're kind of forcing the hand of Sony to either, you know, make stuff that should have been multi-platform yeah multi-platform or or open it up to be truly like cross-platform like you can be friends with people on psn network yeah that'd be cool because they they could just be like all right well you know the new call of duty's coming out uh it's xbox only yeah Uh, so you know right i mean that would be pretty cool but you know if things are cross-platform too many things if it gets diluted too much it's not in the manufacturer, the console manufacturer's best interest because then you would have no reason to buy one console over the other. Preference. You know, it's the exclusives that drive console sales. I I, I think anyway, you know, like if you want to play games like Forza and games like Halo, you have to buy an Xbox. If you want to play what Final Fantasy, what, what does PlayStation have that's exclusive to them that's huge? Spider-Man. Spider-Man is? Yep. Really? Okay. Well, you know, like, it's the exclusives that make you buy one console over the other. Cause I think for the most part, and that goes back so far that there's like, you know, brand loyalty involved. Yeah. I, I mean, I think when you look at it, if you put your beige pants on and you look at things very on paper, both systems are probably pretty so they're neck and neck. Oh, absolutely. Performance wise. I, I would have said, I would have agreed with you with most of what you just said yeah. five, six years ago. Yeah. But now, in all honesty, I really just think it comes down to preference of console. The, um, uh, what's it called? The interface. Yeah. And the controller is the biggest. Sure. Like, I, in all honesty, like, I don't think I can use a uh, PlayStation controller. Yeah, I'm so used to the Xbox. I, I've always found an Xbox controller to be more ergonomic yeah. than And I think it's funny when PlayStation fight you on it. Like, yeah, the PlayStation controller is so much more comfortable. Fuck you, it is. I'm not, me going like this isn't he, fun. Me going like this is way more fun and, and less. Yeah, it's just, for me, it's just the way it. It just feels sitting, resting in my hands, not even yeah, pressing buttons. Exactly. I, I like the heft and bulk of a Xbox controller more than. In all honesty, hold, the way you hold it, your thumbs naturally sit here and here. I guess, yeah. Uh, the fact that you have to move them in to use the controller for a uh, PlayStation, right? Yeah, it, I'm, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. I, I always liked how spread out an xbox exactly. controller was even from back in the oh man what's the name what was the nickname for the giant controller for the first generation oh, I know what you're talking about it's like too. the big something or other but it, yeah it's like that huge hamburger sized massive hamburger. ass round controller like i liked that too you know um but you know it's funny that we got onto the console talk real quick because i don't know if i mentioned this did i mention that i'm starting to see the limitations you told me on the podcast. No, you didn't say it on the podcast. You told me in uh, uh, when we were in New York. Right. So, I, you know, I downloaded, the Duke, by the way, the Duke. Thank you. Um, so I downloaded um, 
Forza Horizon 5. Yeah. And for the first time ever, I am starting to notice the limitations of my Xbox. So I have the Xbox One S. Yep. Um, Performance-wise, it that game is so fast and so graphically demanding that there are definitely areas and certain cir- circumstances that where don't load quick enough. Yeah, because it's open world. You know, if you're driving a car at 200 miles an hour in an open world game, like things have to load very quickly in order to make it look like you're just smoothly driving along a road. There's certain instances where I'll be driving along and then all of a sudden, bink, a piece of the background just clicks into place or something isn't fully rendered by the time I get up yeah, to it. Yeah, the renders kind of sucks on the you, S. You know, well, well this is the sucks. very first time I've ever noticed yeah. it, you know? And so, and I'm playing a, you know, a bleeding edge, like, up-to-date game. A lot of the games that I've played, you know, I'm late to. Like, I, I don't download them right away. I wait a few months or a year, you know? Games and, like, I know you just bought Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to get into it, which we need to start playing, I have barely been on. Yeah. And when I came on last time, you were already in bed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like um, games like Call of Duty, you got to jump on right away if you're going to play it. Because, I mean, you jump in six months into it, like there's going to be so many people ahead of you. Yeah. I mean, worth it. that's just it. You know, well, the, the thing is, is because like, I don't like spending money on games. I know. I hate it. I, know. I hate the fact that like you drop $60 or $70 or $90 on a game and okay, it's gone in a a few months. Like people are off of it. When it comes to call of duty, I'll say that, that like there are people that like to stay with a certain game, right? Like modern warfare came out. Yeah. Two years ago. Oh yeah. And it's still, people are still playing it now Hell yeah, because they won't play anything until sledgehammer comes back out with a new one. Right. Modern warfare two comes out. Call of duty's always been kind of like that. Yeah. You know, like you got even going back to the original modern warfare one, two and three. Yeah. Those. And then like some people wouldn't play world at war because yep. it was the other game studio, you know? Yeah. And it was like, you had your, you, what I would call the primary call of duty game came out every two years. Excuse me. That's okay. I can justify every two years, you know, 60, 80 bucks on a game. Yeah. But, you know, it took a long time for me to download Vanguard because I just, you know, I was kind of soured by my experience with um, playing Warzone and Modern Warfare yeah. because I'm not the greatest Call of Duty player in the first place. But but when you start getting um, shot from twenty five hundred yards away, yeah, it, when people start doing that quick scoping bullshit, you know, and you see the re- you watch the kill cam, and you're like, I couldn't even see myself in that, you know, like when they shot me, it's like I, you know, I'm looking at their field of view. How the fuck did they even see me? It wasn't like somebody sitting on a hill waiting, you know. They just come around a corner, bang. You have no idea. Lots of Red Bull. It became really not fun. Yeah. And and that and you guys all got off by you guys. I mean, like, you know, you and the guys that we played with, you guys got off of it. You stopped playing. So I was kind of just sitting there going, well, I guess I'm all my friends up. left me, <laughs> so well, I'm not going to play it anymore. It wasn't that I got off of it. I literally went like six months not touching my Xbox. Yeah. 
Which I, is fine. Everybody goes through phases. Yeah. You know, like, I think I, 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 COVID hit, like I was spending more time with the family. Right. Like, yeah. So, but I, I, I mean, I'm playing it more yeah. now. But anyway, so like long story short, I have a feeling in the next year or two, I'm going to probably upgrade. Upgrade. It depends. I'm I mean, struggling with that idea too. I can play, you know, Forza Horizon is a huge game for me. The other games, I haven't noticed this yet, you know, but Forza Horizon, I noticed this is the first time when I said, you know what, I can guarantee you if I had like a Series X or whatever, or a Series S, I probably wouldn't be struggling, you know, like, and it's weird. It's only, it's very certain situations. There's some, there's some sections of the map that are, have tunnels. Yep. You enter the tunnel and all of a sudden the thing can't fucking render the tunnel around you. Oh, you the guard, the road is there. But like the tunnel walls are just like flat, you know, kind of like yeah, very po- po- polygonal kind of like <laughs> look. And then all of a sudden, the texture suddenly pops in, and you're you're driving through the tunnel. It's certain things like that. I notice it, or I'll just get a quick like a couple frames will drop out. Yep, you know, you'll see like the and all of a sudden I'm like frame. boing, and I you know I, I like jump ahead on the road, and I'm kind of like what the fuck, you know, like it. It's very rare. I'm in a slightly different predicament when it comes to not. I don't want to say I'm being forced to buy a new console, but me and my other friend, we do what's called home sharing. I think you know what this that is, right? I don't know. So you can what you can do is is you can take your Xbox account. I can make it. I can make my Xbox account your. Sorry. You can make your Xbox account my Xbox's home, and I can make my Xbox account your Xbox's home. Mm-hmm. So, it, and it sees it as like me and you are family. Yeah, and my entire game library and your entire game library are connected. Yeah, but digital games only. Right. Like basically, like when you home share, you get two licenses. So, like. I buy games and my buddy buys games mm-hmm. and we've been doing that for like six years. Yeah. So, I mean, he just upgraded to the series X. So I'm at some point, probably November of this year, obligated to do the same because he's only going to buy series X games or series S games. Right. So I, this is like the last game we're going to be able to play together. Yeah. Because what I bought Vanguard, and I bought the dual, uh, uh, cop dual game copy. Like, came with the copy for the Xbox Series S and the One S. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it'd be kind of interesting. I was really, I haven't had my Xbox that long. You've had it for four, five, six years. But compared to like, that doesn't seem very long to me. I think it's because I took such a long break. You're much more conservative about like tech than I am. I yeah, when it comes to certain things. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean it's which you're less conservative about like guitars and oh, amps. Yeah. Whereas That's cuz that's a passion of mine. Whereas it's I'm different. less conservative about everything else. I literally everything <laughs> else. Um, but it, it, it's not a bad thing, but like, I, I don't know. See, my problem is, is like, I want to buy the Series S. Oh, sorry, Series X. But like, I play on a 1080p uh, 
projector, the 4K is not going to do shit for me. Right. But I, if I buy the Series S, it's still not going to do shit for me because my One X is stronger than the Series S. The only thing that you get is um, more... Uh, um, oh, shit. Teraflops or whatever they say. Yeah. That, that's, that's it. I have more RAM in that. I have a better graphics card in that. So, uh, another thing I ran into too is I actually had to like make room on my hard drive. Never had to do that on my 360. Do you have an external? No. Get an external. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to. Like, like I don't, I don't want another box you, hooked up to my TV. You know, you can't even see it. I have an external on that. Yeah, Steve, you have it tucked in a corner, behind, like in the basement where nobody has to look at it. Yeah, this is in my living room where I have people over. Like I try to keep it. I have a tiny external. You don't need a powered external. Like yeah. your external that you have on your old computer. Yeah, that's externals don't need power like that anymore. You right. can literally get like a little puck. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I just it's it's okay. So now I have to choose. Okay, which hard drive am I reading from? Which hard drive am I storing to? Yeah, I, I it's just it's another it's a layer of I understand complication. I don't even want to be involved in. You know, what, in a way though, it was good though because it made me unload a bunch of shit that I don't even use. You know, so like it was good, but it was like oh fuck. Now I got to make room on my goddamn hard drive. You know, I totally get it. <laughs> um, like that was like the the um. I forgot what edition of Vanguard I got. It wasn't the base one. It was like the next step up. You get like a, a skin or something. I don't even know. It was like 80 bucks. Okay. Yeah. It was like the $80 package, not the $60. Yeah. So like there was like eight things that it had to download right off the bat in order to run it all. And then it's yeah. like, oh, you don't have enough room. I'm like, oh, shit. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, let me ask you a question. Okay. What? Seven. No. Okay. What do you think was the thing Meatloaf wouldn't do for love? I don't know, but we're never going to find out what that is. Do you think maybe he maybe he had a deathbed confession? Maybe. It's anal. I won't do anal. No, I... I but I won't do that. I don't know. I, I never really got into Meatloaf. Do you the guy know, was just way too sweaty. I... Uh... My friend Sean, our friend Sean, yes, told me about the time he saw Meatloaf in concert. Oh, <laughs> where he was like, the year was nineteen eighty-seven. No, it was oh. like two thousands. He uh, he was just you know playing a song, and he he was just, oh, I, I don't know what happened. Somebody like heckled him, yeah, and he fucking spit in their face, went fuck you, and was like. I would do anything for love. And it's just like, how can you do? Like, it's so weird that somebody can just go. Oh, yeah. But I won't do that. <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, the guy is certainly talented. No, no, no doubt. Absolutely. Great singer. Great he, actor. He put on a hell of a show. He can act. Man, he just sweat way too much. I couldn't. He just grossed me out. <laughs> I, it, do you find it ironic that a guy that was anti-mask, anti-vaccine died of the thing that he was anti? No, that's what's been happening to every fucking right-wing propagandist. Like that's been like I'm get I don't care. I'm I'm saying it flat out. No it's all the goddamn like right-wing fucking oh, you know, conspiracy theorists and QAnon boneheads 
running around going, oh, it's fake. It's fake. You can't get sick. Jesus will protect me. Fuck you. Wear a goddamn mask. You died. Oh, not surprised. So I know you're not. No sympathy out of me. I know you're not really big on Reddit or you, I don't think you've ever used Reddit. I hate Reddit. I don't know why. I stumble on Reddit. You know why? It's because there was a guy that I used to work with who was fucking obsessed with reddit and he could only reference things that were on reddit and it was all he wanted to talk about and it annoyed me to no end and i just can't get on the platform because it reminds me of him you should really look past that because i there's a lot of stuff i learned yeah i mean occasionally there's like an article i'll read or whatever and it's like linked to reddit so i'll go i'll jump on it and read the article and i get right back off i i i'm on reddit more than i am facebook now yeah it's just too forum-y I, for me. It is and it is. I isn't. don't really on like forums. It, it looks really good on an iPhone. Uh, it, whatever. Uh, it's very basic. Message board. <laughs> like, it's what it reminds me of. Whatever. Yeah. Um, that being said. Looks great on Netscape. Dial up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that being said, there is a subreddit on there called the Herman Cain Award. Okay. You know who Herman Cain yes. is? The whole subreddit is people who like denounced masks, the right. the vaccine, then die of COVID. Yeah. And it like at first when I stumbled upon it, yep. like people were posting people's names and pictures. Right. And then people like like you know, started getting in trouble. Yeah. Uh, and now, now they're like covering the face with like a snowflake and being like, this is Cletus. Yeah. <laughs> Cause let's face it. 90% of them are in Texas. <laughs> yep. Uh, but it, it's just like this person, they, they'll, they'll show all of their posts on Facebook being like, this is, this is fucking fake. Right. You know, posting memes about the, this, that, and the other thing. And then like the last thing they'll show is like, you know, Cletus, Cletus died, unfortunately of COVID. And it's like, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. But yeah. It's funny. I was having, I forgot who I, someone at work, I was having a conversation with this about, and he was kind of like, well, he, you know, he was a right wingy guy and he doesn't believe in, I mean, he, he got his vaccines cause he's in a particular life situation where he can't get it. Somebody knows sick. So yeah. he got his vaccines, which is fine. But then he also, he goes around spouting that it's all bullshit and stuff. And we got into this conversation and he said, so, you know, he's like, so would you feel the same about like a heroin addict who died of a heroin overdose? Would you be like, Oh, told you so. And No, because the heroin addict isn't running around saying heroin is fake. Doesn't exist. I'll never, you know, get hurt. I, they know full well. You know, like, if you play Russian roulette, you're going to shoot yourself at some point if you keep yeah. playing it over and over and over again. And this is what, the, it's the same as fucking COVID, you know? I agree. Like, when Aaron Rodgers got COVID, I was like, fucking, yeah, no shit. You know, of course you got COVID, you dumbass. I still think it's ridiculous that. <laughs> like, when he got sued or, 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 or uh, fined and all that shit, yeah. like. Yep, you asked for it. I, I still think it's funny that he was like, "No, Joe Rogan's a friend of mine." Oh, <laughs> don't get me started on Joe no, Rogan. We're not. We're not going. We already there. did that. <laughs> um, We've done that before. We we're we're over an hour right now. Yeah, so, we are. So let's just. Meatloaf died. Very, sad. Very sad. The world lost a great performer. Um, another great performer too, Louis Anderson. Died. Yeah, Louis Anderson. Like, I didn't know that he was sick. 
I didn't either. Yeah, blood cancer. Yeah. Oh, I knew. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's he kept that on the DL, I guess. Chadwick Boseman, Louis Anderson, right? Obviously, right. way yep. two different ends of the spectrum. But yeah, uh, they, they they were they're both of those two people that passed away literally a day apart. Mm-hmm. Very, Bob Saget. Bob said we talked about Bob. Saget, we did, but yeah, but. um. It's sad. It sucks. 2022 is not off to a great start so far. Uh, let's, I mean, let's look at, I mean, there could be a silver lining, like, okay, well, there's not a silver lining, but to losing those people. But like, what, what if 2022 ends up being a great year? I got, I hope so. Cause I, I, I can't stand the fact that we've just lost like four fucking people in the span of three weeks. Yeah. Four big, three big celebrities. One has been niche person, but still, sure. still big. Either way, right? Um, do you have a uh, unpop pop? Um, do I have one? No, I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't feel like being. I, I just went off we've on been, a big we've tirade. Pretty, we've, we've been, been pretty <laughs> negative. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like contributing to that this you're week. <laughs> un, you're, un, you're unpopular opinion is that Boba Fett's not that good yet. I guess. Yeah, sure. Okay. Do you have any recommendations? Uh, yeah. Okay. So I've been getting really into like pop and synth pop okay. lately. Um, I need you to elaborate. I don't, I don't know if you noticed, but on our way back from New York. Yep definitely noticed yeah i like that kind of music so you're listening to it in the shower (laughs) yeah like the night so my my recommendation is just go listen to anything by the 1975 okay fucking love it i love that like 80s kind of like drenched in chorus and synth kind of kind of sound i i absolutely love it and i i have been listening to that stuff the the night game is another awesome uh artist to to go check out i will say i didn't hate anything that was played i just right i wasn't paying attention yeah well see for me like so how long is that drive three and a half hours i think because of when we left it was three and a half hours. Yeah. yeah so that whole time i had it on not really with any intention but I didn't get bored it at all. Yeah. Like I never was like, Oh God, I got to listen to something else. It was just like the time went by and it was fine and it didn't annoy me at all. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of things. So I was like, man, that guitar sound is so good, man. I can tell that's like a Roland Juno one Oh six or whatever. Like yeah. I loved it. So yeah, the, the 1975, if I'm going to single out one group, anything by them, I haven't heard anything. I was like, this sucks. It's all good. Nice. It's all good. Um, I will, uh, my recommendation, I only have one, is, uh, what the hell's the name of it? Jameson? No. What? <laughs> Maybe that's a recommendation just in its own. Just drink Jameson, all of it. Mm-hmm. All the Jameson, except <laughs> for the new one. Oh, my God. I talked to you about this on the way to New York, but you probably I think weren't so. paying attention. It came out an orange one. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. And I said, oh, that actually sounds like it could to be good. You, maybe, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a show that I wanted to say. What was I? Oh, what the fuck was it? No, it was a movie. It's called, um, what's eating Gilbert grape. No, it's got George Clooney in it. It's on Netflix. ER at the movie. <laughs> no, I'm uh, pretty sure his character died. Uh, 
George. Clooney. What's the one? What's the one with Anna Kendrick up in the air? That's not it. Uh, I'm trying to think of other George Clooney movies. The Midnight Sky. Okay, I don't. I have no idea what that is. It's, Never even heard of it. It's an apocalypse. Apocalyptic type movie. Okay. Uh, everybody's on Earth is dead because of radiation, except for one guy, really. And it was this guy that discovered that there could be a, a livable planet in the Goldilocks zone. Oh. Off moon off of Venus or something. Right. Maybe Jupiter, one of the two. And there's actually a like. Uh, Big difference there. I, yeah, I don't remember which one <laughs> okay. it is. There's a, a crew on their way back to Earth. Yeah. And uh, they, uh, he, he finds out that they're there and that he can talk to them. And he, you know, tries to, he can't talk to them. He's trying to talk to them. Yeah. And he finally does. And he basically says, don't come back. Everybody's dead. Go to the Goldilocks zone and or go back to, I think they call it like X-23 or K-23 or something, whatever. Right, right, right. And, and it, <clears throat> it's good. It's, it's, it wasn't very well received. Okay. I did like it. Okay. All right. Nice. Uh, did you did you ever um, do um, Project Hail Mary yet? I'm all right. So I'm into it, but I looked ahead, ah, uh, and it made me fall out of it. Ah, uh, come on! I, but I'm I'm. Why would you do that? That's what I do. <sighs> My like ADHD doesn't let me listen to a book and and find out about it. Oh man! My, my ADHD goes. I just want to know what happens. I it, it, that's no way to live life. I do it to movies while I'm watching them. Dude, that's no way I, to I live life. That, like but you can't keep do you can't do that for the rest of your life. <laughs> Don't do that to yourself. You're you're stripping yourself away from so many great experiences. It is what it is, man. I can't. Go. Oh. I, I but I I don't know I don't nece- I didn't necessarily lose interest, but it just I was like, come on, a fucking alien, like really, that doesn't even speak English. They're not. It's not English. the destination. It's the, the journey. journey. I get it, but dude. It's so emotional. It's so good. I get it. It's so I, good. It, it is what it is. I'll try and listen again. <sighs> Not again, I'll try and listen to it. More. Yeah, you didn't get that far into it then. If you haven't, um, if if, you, if all you know is that it's an an alien, I know it's like a turtle or something. All right, yeah, you got to listen to it. Yeah. yeah, get back into it. It's it's worth it. Either way, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> it's it's so good. <laughs> this has been episode forty. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we are nerds of unusual origin. Yeah, I'm Steve. I'm Frank. Uh, stay happy, stay healthy, stay nerdy. Hell yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. I would assume so. I mean, I can feel warmth coming off. Okay.